podcast. I am Tim. With me is my co-host Patrick. How you doing, buddy? Good night, Tim. We're back in Australia. <laughs> we are back in Australia. Although I feel like uh, the accents are not as strong, at least not from all the characters uh, in this. Yeah, movie. compared to action, was yeah, Attack Force Z. Thank you. Had stronger Australian accent work. Uh, not that you could completely tell from Mel Gibson in this movie because he doesn't have a whole lot to say. Nope. Not so much. Which is kind of the Mad Max way, to be fair. Yep. Uh, you know, That's the character. It, yeah, it is the character. Like I'm watching uh, this movie and it was like, you know what? It really wasn't that big of a deal with Tom Hardy and his portrayal seems pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more feral in the in the Road Warrior, but it's the best one. Oh, uh, you you hurt me. So you're not ready to apologize to this movie? No, I feel pretty spot on with my opinion on it. Uh, it's a very unpopular opinion, by the way. I just want to granted, that, granted. That, yeah. No. Okay. I just want. Well, although I have still yet to watch thunderdome yeah uh, master blaster you did, let's go yeah you did get to um grace me with uh with some digital copies of the mad max um, I, I bought the 4k series. set of the series so i could listen to the director's yeah. commentary that's the commitment i have to this show tim <laughs> it's very noble of you thank you and i i, I grant I, I shared with you the digital copy so you still didn't have to pay for anything yeah, show. I know. So, so are you saying that means my pick of the road where he doesn't count for rentals? Then yeah. <laughs> I'm not not saying that. Yeah, you're pseudo saying it. Okay, fair enough. But um, so yeah, so we I we didn't get to have to pay for it, so that was cool. Well, you and uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't. That's that's a very good point. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I was going to uh, fire up um the third movie but then i i had to go pick meg up at the airport so i did not get to do it yet so it's fine. It's a little hopefully i'll later. get around <sighs> hey listen i the, the series in my opinion just gets better as it goes along george miller just becomes a better director as he gets older and it keeps on it's we finally got his complete vision with fury road which is just one of the best actual movies ever made it's incredible yeah but I would, I mean, I would argue, especially after this one, I feel like he was like, okay, what, what can I do next for the next Mad Max movie? And he's like, you know what? And cause he said his personal favorite is the second one. Um, and so he's like, why don't I just take the end of Road Warrior and turn that into an entire movie? Let's do, let's do the good part of Road Warrior <laughs> and do that the whole movie. Oh, you keep hurting me. This is just little like jabs that you're doing to my kidneys. Doing it slightly for my benefit to enjoy watching you squirm. But. <laughs> Dude, I, I like this movie. Okay, good for you. It's, oh, oh, it's, just, oh. it's not bad. It's not bad. It is fun. It's just like it is I know fun time. He, he can do better, and I've seen better from him. <sighs> Maybe it's because. No, because you saw this movie before uh, Fury Road. Yes, I did. I don't know. I don't know what your deal is. I don't know. Um, I don't get it. Uh-huh. Apparently, too, this was supposed to be like he was done after this one, and it, and it, Miller and it wasn't Gibson? Miller. And like, I heard that, or I read that, apparently he got the. Uh, wanting to do like a, a guy with kids and a post-apocalyptic thing. And then I I don't know if he made the idea or someone else made the suggestion to him or something that was like, what if you do that with Mad Max? And the guy is, a, is Mad Max with a bunch of kids. And then he was like, ooh. Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I, I, watched the, I watched the movie, Tim. I watched the making of documentary. And I watched the movie again with the director's commentary. Wow. Yeah. Like that to, is a commitment. To you, buddy. It's for you. For you and the show. <laughs> or is it to insult me? No. I, I want to come down. with all the fire. Um, <laughs> so after he made the first one, all Miller could see was everything he did wrong. Yeah. He's like, oh, I made a really bad movie. <laughs> and it's like the yeah, big, it's not good. It's the biggest hit in like Australia's history at that point. Everyone's like, oh, my God, this movie. He's like, it sucks. That's what Miller sees. <laughs> 
And so he was really excited to do uh, Road Warrior because it's like, <laughs> I know how to make this better. I know it. But he's even unsure of himself, actually, at the time. Like, I don't know. Like, filmmaking is really hard. It's like a war. Yeah. And, uh, oh, Lord, I'm blanking on famous director oh it was joe dante he talked to joe dante yeah i saw that and yeah. joe dante is like it's always like that man it's always like that he's like oh okay and so he's like yeah. oh you, you got the confidence to go and try again in road warriors what we got and it's it's pretty interesting because i mean it doesn't break or get anywhere close to the junk man but it's doing very similar like i, I was gonna, thinking about that mess too. Up some vehicles. i was thinking about that too it's like this is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's definitely reading up on it. It's like wow, that it was kind of insane what they were doing here, and like he's gonna continue that energy with Fury Road much later down the road. I don't know if he does any of that in Thunderdome because again, I didn't see I don't the third one yet. Now, fair enough, keep it yourself. So I guess, all right. So I guess we'll start since this was my pick. Yeah, um, explain your movie. Yeah, so we have um, it's even some of that have... intricate plot. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'll just shorten it because yeah, we we uh, they do give backstory and all that in the beginning, but it's not really necessary. But it's post-apocalyptic kind of nuclear fallout has happened, and uh, there's a lot of uh, wasteland uh, going on here, and and the people that are still around surviving in this wasteland, and there's this one man who is almost feral. Uh, his nickname is Mad Max, and he's a wanderer as many are looking for gas because the gas is a precious thing and there's not a lot of it left. Um, yeah. And he stumbles across a, uh, uh, a encampment of gas uh, people or people that are able to pump gas still. And they're under threat from a gang and they're trying to get out alive. And Mad Max begrudgingly ends up helping them out and, and getting them uh, away from the gang. And he saves the day at the end. Yeah. So let's talk about our hero. Yeah. No. This is the shortest section. No, well, it's one of the short. It's a short section. (laughs) Is it for you? Yep. Yep. There's a lot more to Um, say about Max, in my opinion. No, I guess it is my shortest section. Uh, Villain is actually pretty short too. Everything. (laughs) Uh, yeah, you don't get a whole lot of background. I mean, you do get the background in the beginning, like you get the whole montage of. he lost you know, his, family. his family died yeah. and that kind of stuff. I mean, it, luckily it doesn't quite go into the whole policing, which we don't really need any of or anything like that. But yeah, uh, fallout. And, and so they kind of get across that um, with all that, that happened to him. He's kind of, I don't, I don't know about unhinged is the right word, but he's, he's Max he's, is just, yeah, he's not very human. He's a survivor. Times. All he does yeah. is live to survive to the next day. Yeah. But, there are cracks of him being like a good human being underneath and they get larger throughout the movie. Right. Um, which seems to be something that happens, you know, even in Fury Road, right? That he's, he, he eventually begrudgingly is like, all right. I'll yeah. I mean, it's just another vision, version of Yojimbo and the man with no name. Yeah. The, 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 the loner who walks into town is like, all right, fine. Yeah. For, yeah, that's a, yeah, very good point. Um, and he's he's got a very cool look, um, which apparently was all Mel Gibson's idea. Uh, yeah, at least in the notes that I saw, uh, in the backstory, it was it was Mel Gibson that decided to like rip off one of the sleeves and kind of look more disheveled and all that kind of stuff was apparently more Mel Gibson's ideas for that. Um, now again, who knows? This is like half-assed internet research, right? <laughs> but. Um, but anyway, that's what I saw. So anyway, I like, I, I think he's got a really cool, awesome look to him. Yeah. No, the car is cool. I like the, the outfit. Yeah. I, um, and yeah. So the big thing is, you know, right. Yeah. He doesn't speak much. I think they said he has a total of 12 lines Sounds in the right. entire movie. Um, and otherwise there's a lot of looks. Um, there's a surprisingly like some humor though. Uh, from he smiles some of his stuff three times throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and they're always small smiles, but the last one is the biggest. Miller pointed this out in the director's commentary. Yeah, the first smile is when he has the gyro captain hooked up to the rig in the back, where mm-hmm. he's got him strapped in, and he has a shotgun attached to a dog bone, which the dog has oh, in its yeah. mouth. 
which is I love that really scene. funny. I could love it. It's so good. But I guess it's more of a sidekick part. But yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's I don't know. You can, it all blends in. Uh, but it's, it's funny that like <laughs> he's having a good time watching him freak out because he sees the Jericho captain yeah. sees a bunny and he's really worried about the dog moving that shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max just has this great smile. Like, yeah. It's very it is, subtle. It is a very. It almost reminded me of kind of like anime humor. Mm. Uh, in the, in that moment, um, Back to I really liked it. It was it was hilarious. Um, and uh, I love the I love the line too. Uh, like, you want to get out of here? Talk to me. Like, it is a amazingly well delivered line. And I love how the camera pans and zooms in when he's doing it. Uh, it's just it. He doesn't speak much, but when he does, he's freaking cool, man. Yeah, he's he's just cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he he does. Um, he does kind of get beat up or helped a lot for sure. Sure, yeah. Um, he learns the value he's of friendship. Not perfect. I, I, I always find it interesting. So, yeah, the um, he's definitely got a lot of help from sidekicks in this movie. Um, the one time he does kind of go it alone, um, he immediately gets wrecked. Yeah. Um, it was sad to see the Interceptor go. Um, it was in all the movies. Yeah, I guess it's kind of the thing. I mean, it's not even really in Fury Road, right? I think it's, like, basically there in the beginning. It gets wrecked in the beginning and, like, of the movie, at the end. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of about it. Um. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I enjoy it. I, I like the, uh, the facial expressions, uh, that, that he gives off. Um, he's just, he's a movie star. Yeah. We're, no, we're, we're, take it star. or leave it on how you like Mel Gibson, but he's a movie star. Yeah. yeah. He's very cool. Yeah. I don't There's not a lot to say about him though. So I don't know what to like. Yeah. Everything that's cool about him really is involved in the action scenes. So I, I, for sure. I yeah. don't have a ton to say. So I gave him a three cause I'm like, I don't know what else is. You know, there's nothing really to expand on or to talk about with him. He's just like, you know, cool, silent type. Yeah. And he, he just does it so well. And yeah. I think I think his look also kind of goes into it. Like the the sawed off shotgun and and the leather and the car. It's just it's just a freaking look. I you love know that I mean? he, like it's, the, the, it's revealed later on the gun doesn't have any bullets in it. Oh, uh, it's a great reveal. <laughs> it's a great reveal. Yeah, the, yeah. The look on the gyro captain's face, and he was like, "Oh, you mother!" Yeah, but, and then I love too. Later on, when he finally gets a shell, and the shell uh, is a dud on yeah, him yeah. and explodes on him, like the truck. yeah, exactly. Some some more fun moments of great charismatic facial expressions from Mel Gibson. It's just all that. attitude. That's yeah, how Mad exactly. Max survives. Based on all attitude. It's just it's all the charisma that he's using. I went three and a half is what I went with. So, cause you're right. I mean, it is, you don't get a lot. Um, but I, I think the charisma, the, the attitude and the whole look is kind of iconic. That, that is why I kind of went with the three and a half. All right, we'll table that one for now. We'll argue at the end. <laughs> Fair enough. Three or three. Um, we'll see. I'm not doing a three and a quarter. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. We'll see if, so we, get, we'll see if we get into a big argument. We need to use this too. Negotiate. <laughs> so let's get to the villain. Yes. We Lord Humongous, the Ayatollah humongous. of Rock and Roller. <laughs> I love Humongous. <laughs> More guy that just looks freaking cool. He's oily and jacked. He's got this weird pulsating head. Um Yeah, he, he was he was Mr. Sweden or something. I thought he was German. Swedish. I definitely oh, okay. definitely heard Swedish on the okay, commentary I he was German. Anyway. Okay. Um, and they thought they were gonna dub his voice, but they realized actually the voice kind of sounds cool, so they just kind of went uh, with it. I love it. It's one of my favorite parts. It's actually, it's actually one of the things that made me laugh the hardest in the South Park. I there was a South Park episode, that, yeah. yeah, where um, just for the audience, there's a South Park episode. I wish I remember what it is. Uh, but there, the there was boys like a girls versus, the versus girls. boys. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And like Cartman shows up in a little go-kart and has got the mask on. He's doing the voice. And I laugh so hard in that moment. Um, but it's cool. Yeah. The it's, pulsating yeah, back of the head. They only do it once. It look. only worked once. <laughs> the makeup. Yeah. But it is, it's very cool. I love that, that pulsating back. It's Jason-esque. He's got the hockey mask on and everything. Yes. It's like a metal and hockey mask. It's like, I think they spray painted it silver basically. But yeah, it yeah, looks cool. And everybody who humongous is gang by law must be in full S&M gear. Yes. And like, 
shoulder pads from football or something. Well, or clearly hockey. they like raided S&M shops and sporting goods stores. Yeah, the costume designer <laughs> apparently shops. lived or worked near one. And so she just decided like, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Everybody. And apparently it was freezing. So that yeah, must they have shot not the been thing great. in the winter. And God bless all the Mel Gibson. They were talking, talking about Mel Gibson's teeth chattering all the time. The only yeah. time it stopped is when Miller said, you know, roll action. And then roll, just, yeah. Now on a dime, knock it off. But as soon as it kind of stopped, back to chattering. Yeah. I read at one point that, um, what's his name? I didn't catch the um, the right-hand man um, biker guy. Wes? Um, what is it? The one with the mohawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Wes. You Wes, know him in okay. another movie. He looked familiar. Mm. Uh, I know? He was Bennett in Commando. Oh, the one with the mesh shirt. Oh, yeah. That didn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Not cool. his fault. The guy, the actor who was originally cast in that role was fired, and so they didn't have time to give him uh, new costuming. So they just had to wear the old actor's <laughs> costume didn't fit. That's great. Yeah, that's Commando for you. Another day. Uh, but yeah, apparently he had assless chaps. Yes, he did. You can see it throughout the and- movie. And apparently, there were, at one point, uh, he was so cold that they noticed his ass turned purple. Oh, God. So they had to cut and, and get everybody inside to warm up for a little bit. Yeah, no, you can see his ass pretty much throughout the movie. It's like yeah, a little tail or much. something in between. So it yeah. doesn't show full butt, but it's, yeah. Like, and we're so kind of introduced to him right away. Yeah, he's um, in the opening action scene. kind of starts scene. the movie. Yeah. And, and uh, he's got this vendetta uh for for max for whatever reason that i guess he took out some of his guys or something he yeah, didn't like well, that he was not successful in getting his gas yeah i guess they have an interesting stare down between as they're like trying to like yeah, get well, the guy get the fortress people and they're like staring each other down well, before that Gibson's when he's like pulling the cuffed. arrow out of his own arm and oh, he yeah. seems to be having an orgasm while doing it yeah, That's and they show it. It, it looks pretty good. Yeah, Practical good effects yeah. of, of taking the air out. They look cool. Yeah, and staring them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess he had it. So it, it clearly shows, at least in the movie, that there's a weird homosexual relationship between him and the guy on the bike. But I, apparently I read a note too, where that's not necessarily in the script. And I guess George Miller said, you can create whatever backstory you want. And so apparently that was not the backstory of no, those two. It's, <laughs> it's very, you listen to the director's call. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. Okay. They, they wanted him to seem more feral. So he just, instead of having a girl on the back, it was a guy. And yeah, the, yeah, the golden-haired youth, I think, is what the character's name is. Doesn't say a word. Yeah, Miller, when he was in the production office planning out the movie, uh, he happened to just see this guy outside delivering a package. He's a courier. And he's like, "That's him. That's the guy I want for this part." And he like ran out the door and went and got him. Wow. Yeah, that's how he got casted. That's crazy, but. He's also fun. Yeah, he's, no, he's clearly good. a nut. Um, he he pulls that off really well. He does pull off the kind of feral thing that you never know what he's gonna do next. Yeah. Um, and 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 then him betraying the other, you know, the humongous at one point because he didn't listen. And then bad he's, puppy. He's yeah, he's chained like a dog at one point. Yeah, because he's a bad and puppy. Then he's yeah, and then he's like, okay, I need you to be be your nut self, and he lets go. Of, yeah of the chain to let him loose. And the, that was just, it was just fun to, to see. Well, uh, like the, the only weird part was the weird montage uh, where it randomly rained and it wasn't supposed to rain. <laughs> I guess they filmed anyway. <laughs> it was so, and apparently he was like speaking, I guess, Swedish. He was just doing some poem or something <laughs> is what he was doing in real life during that mo- weird montage. I love earlier on when Lord Humongous uh, confronts everybody. Yeah, uh, and he tries to come off like magnanimous and reasonable. Yeah. Meanwhile, he has like three of the refinery uh, people like strapped to the hoods of the cars. Yes, <laughs> it's like yes, I'm a, no one needs to get hurt except for these motherfuckers right here. <laughs> yeah, I will let you go. Just no violence let the doors is necessary. Open. I don't like violence. Yeah. What? But if you mess with me, I have a very large gun. Yeah, that I keep in a nice secured box. Mm, it's a very pretty box. <laughs> It is very pretty box. Yeah, but Wes Wes gets very unhappy when the feral kid kills his uh, his bottom boy. 
Yeah. <laughs> he, he's not happy with that one, which is, is weird because he's still like is still obsessing over Max and does not seem to care all that much about the feral kid at all. Yeah. Uh, well, Which you know, is kind of odd. Because Max sort of defeats him when he gets inside the lair of the refinery. So I guess that's why yeah. he's focused on Max more than anybody else. Well, they were staring each other down before he gets in yeah, the refinery. Yeah, he's like, oh, I know you, yeah. you beat me before. You can't have that. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's just, he's just he was bested, and so now he has to show he's superior or something, I guess is what they're getting at. It's very much um, a, Very much a, so, Oh, for sure. So that's all I got for villains, though. Um, <laughs> Unless you want to talk about the toady. Which one's the Toady? What am I? Toady's the one who gets his fingers chopped off by the. Uh, the oh boomerang. yeah, 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 yeah. No. Or oh, the guy with like the he's got like a raccoon head on or something, yeah. right? Or he's, he's yeah. the only one that was warm in the entire movie. Like, yeah, I bet. Right, or first. maybe even there's that one S and M looking police officer looking guy. Oh, he's got, the he's got to cover his mat. Yeah, he yeah. gets to cover his face and stuff. So it's like that must have been more helpful. Well, post, <laughs> you know, in the COVID world, we realized how warm that's are. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess. But you're right. I guess I'd um uh yeah, I do have the no more games. Uh <laughs> from Humongous. I love it. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's not there's not a whole there is some weird yells towards the beginning of the movie, like um some weird ADR yells coming from like I remember when he's like expecting the truck that he'll come back to and like a dead body falls out of the truck. There's some weird, like almost like they're trying to get you with jump scares, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, well, towards the beginning. I also want to point out too with Wes, he's probably the most more interesting of the two villains. Um, just because mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to care about anything except for defeating. Like when they took out that yeah. car early on, when uh, Max first gets up to the refinery and he sees that those cars running out, trying to escape. They knock down one of those cars, and that's Wes with that party. And as soon as he kills the people, he's out. He's like, I don't need not picking up gas. He's not caring about the people. He's like, I'm done. That's all I needed to do. He doesn't even stay yeah. for the raping or the pillaging. He's like, eh. Was there raping? I mean, oh, yeah, they, raping. I mean, I guess so. I mean, they were definitely like unclothing her, but then they kind of quickly cut to her well, we getting did. shot at. Thankfully, Miller's a classier dude. We did. <laughs> He's not yeah. the Death Wish director. We don't need to actually see him. For it, so. sure. Yes. I actually made a note of that too. Like, oh, this is somehow a more pleasant rape. I can't believe that came out of my mouth. You <laughs> know, less like, disgusting anyway. <laughs> exactly. That. Less less appalling, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So what'd you um, give villain? Uh I went three and a half again. I also went three again. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. It should be interesting. Um, by the way, uh, and I was seeing it in the streaming version, so I I don't know if it looked even better for you, but the 4K transfer is really good. It's so pretty. Yeah, it is so gorgeous. It 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 was kind of intense. We're like, wow, this is the prettiest movie we've seen so far. Like by far, there was some really nice visuals at times in in Rambo. Yeah. So I don't know if this is, um, or should I say First Blood, sorry. Uh, I don't know if it's when we saw First Blood, it was just a Blu-ray copy. I, I don't know. But the 4K transfer update or whatever, it, it looked great. It looked it, really it's great. dynamic. If, you, if, you don't, if you're interested in the series, definitely get it. It's worth the money. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Um, so, yeah, uh, most of this in, in, the, in this movie, most of the action is car stunts and and action yep. that most of the time is that is basically what you're getting and uh it's a lot of fun i i really enjoyed a lot of it it's um very good not great uh well yeah i mean come on it's no junk man <laughs> well i don't know man you get some really cool stuff uh i mean you get the high speed chase to start off with which isn't um, really that good they did have to do more um, ramping up of the of the shots, I, I guess. What's interesting is the way that Miller decided to film this, and he, I don't know if he figured it out in this movie or the first movie, but to make things look like they were going fast, he had the camera yeah. down on the bottom of the car. So mm-hmm. even at slower speeds, it looks like it's going really fast. The only times you have to crank, they only have to crank the camera like 
one or two times throughout the movie. And it's actually later yeah. on, like uh, when Max escapes the refinery with the, his gas. That's when they really crank yeah. the camera because the cars couldn't go over sure. the desert dunes that right. fast. But on the road, they were able to go at a good clip. And yeah. Yeah, I, I thought... Um... I thought it was pretty good. I like, I mean, again, I like the stopping short uh, trope and, and then the arrow hits the other good in the arm. And um, yeah. And, and I think there was uh, at least one or two crashes that were pretty cool looking Yeah, well, well, Max in the first action sequence. Nudges the, uh, he, he bumps onto the, the car um, and that causes the car to bump into the buggy, which flips into the truck. And then the car yeah. flips for some reason too, on top of it. And yeah. like, and that's it. That's that's the end of the action scene. And I was like, okay. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I don't know, man. It's fine. Um, it's fine. There's better stuff uh, okay. to come. I mean, yeah, there's it gets better as it goes, but I thought it was pretty solid action. I don't know. I was entertained. I was like, oh, cool. Because um, I guess, again, it's been a while since I watched this movie. So it's just like, man, I it's cool that I'm still, like, even in 1982, like – he was still doing this stuff. Like he was already doing this stuff before Fury Road. Like he was already it's, wrecking cars and doing some pretty cool stuff. Does, yeah, much cooler stuff later on too. But it was cool as if there's like, that's it for a while. There is a bit of a break in action. <laughs> um, that's it for a yeah. long while. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because then it's like a there's like a lot of like him um, scoping stuff out for a while. Um, walking around, you know, gang members to avoid them, right? Dealing um, with the refinery people, yeah. Making right. a deal. Um so yeah, I I I I get that point. Um I wrote down the the gyro captain's uh, snake kill from above. He drops a yes. dead snake on somebody. Yes. <laughs> I that was funny. I enjoyed that. Well, I mean, he does say at one point that he trains the snakes. Well, the snake uh, is, is dead at that point because that's just when yeah. they, they come back to the snake. Yeah, and he's fighting with the dog or <laughs> the dead snake. He's like, no, it's mine, my dinner. Um, and then he uses the snake anyway to help out Max as he's trying to get back into the refinery with the truck, and he uses it to drop on somebody, and that causes them to crash. He's like getting the um, what is it? He's getting the gas back, right? And so he's. He's uh, which was a nice action sequence, I thought, and like there was a cool moment where he's like barreling through other cars, and there's like a guy working on a truck, a bull underneath the truck. Yeah. And so the crash knocks into the truck and falls on him. Like the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice moment. Some dummy um, legs, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they were moving. It looked cool. I don't know. Um. Yeah, and uh, his his. Uh, windshield getting broken as they're like popping out of cars trying to break his windshield and then Max has to punch out the windshield all that stuff I mean it was it was well, neat practical stuff end I think isn't it with the windshield no, no I think they do it in this part don't they I thought it was the end but anyway yeah um, yeah because yeah I have it in my notes right right before uh, he blows the horn to be let in Okay. Uh, in the in the in the truck here. Well, anyway, that that causes the couple of the gang members, including Wes, to get inside. Yeah. Uh, and Wes does this really cool like jump and flip over yeah, one guy up onto the scaffolding. Yeah, yeah to take out the awesome. crossbow guy, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah. where is this movie?" And it's yeah. nothing else like that ever happens again. I was like, "Oh." No, yeah, that's about it. But it was still pretty impressive. I mean, he was jumping on the truck and fighting through the window earlier before that part. But yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, Wes had um, some moves. Yeah, it was it was some cool swinging around. Um, I like the um, the what's the appropriate word here? Um, the handicapped, uh, crippled, whatever uh, you want to put um, guy that's on the little swing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's legs don't work. Offensive. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, the, he was even getting in the fight and he was swinging in, knocking yeah. guy, <laughs> guys over, so I enjoyed that too. Sure, yeah, no. Um, it's, it's decent. Yeah. It's nothing spectacular, um, but yeah, it's good. We get into the good yeah. stuff after this. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just saying it was still a nice little action sequence that I enjoyed. You still got some more cool crashes it's a, it's, and some cool fights and stuff again, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Man, you're such a... Poo pooer, man. <laughs> Tell you. Uh, 
Um, anyway, then then Max has the gas and he, he says, "Screw you guys! I'm not helping you anymore. I got what I came for. Deal's a deal." Yeah, they and, all try to convince him to change his mind, and he leaves. Yep. And this is where we get to some good stuff. Yeah, because uh, the interceptor crash is spectacular. It, it looks like yeah. I was watching. I was like, "Whoa, yeah. that car got messed up!" Like, what's fun? Oh my gosh! Uh, that they act, that's actually in two different locations. So the oh, really? initial flip is in one place, and then going down the cliff is another place. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so they flipped that same car twice. Wow. And it looks yeah. perfect, seamless. It looks great. And I hear there's like a lot of hubbub about like what happened to that car and who ended up uh, getting it and is, is such and such the real one or is such and such the replica? And it's like... <laughs> It's like this is weird. I know there were two. They made two cars. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, Well, anyway, I was shocked. I was really shocked that it like got that messed up. And they, I think they did a really good job too of making sure that Max looks completely messed up. Yeah. Um, And and I guess we'll talk about what happens after that later. Oh, yeah, it was sad. (laughs) Um, And then you get the the car explodes. Who's the booby trap? And that, that's, yeah. it's a nice explosion. It is. It is a nice explosion. Also, by the oh no, we haven't gotten there yet. Never mind. Hold on. Yeah, continue. we're getting to that very next thing. Yeah. Because uh, then uh, the gyro captain uh, comes and saves Max and brings him back. He sees the explosion right. far away, so he brings Max back to the refinery to fix him up. And that's when Max says, "I'm going to get involved." The movie tries to pretend that it's because he wants to help them, but I think he just wants to f up that gang for. Yeah. Stream up. Like, I don't have a choice. I, I need to drive this the truck. I got nothing else. Yeah. So might as well, basically. I think that's kind of the vibe I got. Yeah. I don't think it was really to help. I think it was just like, well, what else do I got to do? I just got my car gone and totaled here. Exactly. So why not? And I'm mad. So let's do it. That's so, what I took it as well. Jailbreak out of there. And once everyone's gone, we have a amazing explosion. Oh my gosh. I was impressed. I was like, I was shocked by how big it was. Uh, yeah. Well, let me give you the backstory. Of this uh, Miller told his special effects guys, "You're not touching this," and they got really pissed <laughs> at him. He's like, oh, wow. "You guys can't give me the explosion I want. I'm calling it the Australian <laughs> Army." <laughs> the Australian Army had the big stuff, and they had it all set up, and they blew it up right, and they had to warn uh, airlines about the explosion ahead of time and miners in the area. You can't be wow. underground when this goes off because it's going to be yeah. so loud. And they saw it for miles and miles off. It is basically a mushroom cloud. If yeah. it wasn't for the wind blowing in and sort of ruining it, which pissed Miller off that the wind hit that because they could only do it once because that's a real yeah. set. They built that thing with scrap metal from the area. I believe it. Yeah, I can believe that just by the way it looks. It looks and tactile and feels. It looks like real, you know? Yeah, it's um, an awesome explosion. But that explosion, explosion is... Man, I, I think I've said it a couple of times in a few of our episodes where I, where I try to give props. Like, oh, I kind of like that explosion. This is by far the best explosion we've seen all season. Easily. Yeah, it hands down. It's, it is impressive. Congratulations to the Australian Army. Yeah, it's definitely a wow, whoa moment for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the best part of the movie gets going. Um, and and lasts comes like 11 the, minutes long. It's great. Well, I mean, understand. I get it, right? Again, he really was like, "I'm going to take a, I'm going to take this awesome part of this movie. I'm going to turn it into a whole movie." And that was Fury Road, because it's it's basically the premise, right? Yeah. Um, you know, he he eventually becomes the the truck driver in Fury Road, right? He eventually becomes a truck driver here, and well, uh, he's got people on top about of it. Great- but yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, no, it's really good. Uh, so the first like great. <laughs> stuff that you have in here is the the hook uh some guy just yeah. throws like a grappling hook onto this perch that this one guy is on and it's yeah. strapped to the back of the truck this mac uh, gas tank truck and <laughs> it catches the guy by the leg that's in the perch hmm. and for some reason that combination with the weight of the guy and the perch causes the dune buggy that the grappling hook is attached to to flip like i don't know four or five times yeah. Before the perch finally comes off with the dummy on it. And it's just it's a really nice 
this is a really cool shot. Yeah. And I don't remember at what point there's one point where uh, one of the buggies or cars goes off the side of the road and a guy comes flying out um, from the <laughs> from the car and that does not look like a dummy. <laughs> it looks pretty legit. Oh, from that um, scene? I don't know if that I don't know if the one you were talking about, but there the, there was one where the one's veering off goes off the road in a jump and like crashes into a car. You're not talking about the motorcycle, are you? That guy, the guy goes in flying. Maybe I don't know. It yeah, like the, somebody goes flying forward out of one of the vehicles. Okay, yeah, I think it looked it, like a legit dude. Uh, it is a legit dude. I can get yeah. to that next. It's uh, a good story. Okay. That was actually a, a bit of a world record that nobody had done that that far before. He flew sixty feet in the air. Oh my god! Uh, so lived. for the motorcycle crash that you're talking about, and the stuntman is Guy Norris, who is also in Fury Road. Mm. Um, yeah, you said he went 60 feet in that air stunt. Miller wanted the buggy uh, that gets knocked to the side of the road to still kind of be moving, and mm. for dust to be in the air because he wanted it to all look like it's happening in seconds. Right. Because yeah, naturally, the stunt's been done before, but it's usually everything stationary, locked in, time. But right. Miller wanted to look, like I said, fresh and spectacular and quick. Uh, so he had it moving just a little bit, and he had dust in the air. And that caused the stunt uh, driver to jump off a little earlier than he should have. And the truck was moving, the buggy was moving, so he hit his knee on the, the doom buggy. And that causes him to flip and somersault. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And he goes 60 feet uh, through the air, and he lands right where he's supposed to. Uh, but they go run over to him and they know they, they, he swears his leg is broken. Turns out his leg is not broken. The, he had broken his leg a few months beforehand and he had a pin inserted into it. And the, not, the, the stunt caused the pin, the metal pin, to bend. Huh. And it got written up in medical journals because nobody thought that could happen. <laughs> they thought that was literally <laughs> impossible. Wow. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it looks awesome. Yes, it, looks it really, really does. Cool. It's really good. <laughs> it's another one where I had to pause and be like, "Whoa!" I watched it a really couple cool. times. Yeah, yeah, it was really awesome. Um, yeah. So anyway, I um, I like all the fire bombing. Uh, that's going on from the sky when the the helicopter guy comes in. Um, so so that's pretty cool. Um. I, I enjoy once they start getting in the uh, in the in the cabin there of the truck and mm-hmm. you know he's he's fighting with the he got clawed or something in the, the bear back claw, the guy's yeah. like stuck or dead or something so he's Guess, like stuck. <laughs> the guy who's doing that bear claw is the same yeah. guy who did the motorcycle stunt. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, he's like his leg is like not working, so they have him like sitting down, and oh, <laughs> so wow. he just does that. That's all he can do, and I prop his <laughs> leg up. Because the truck, um, unless you're actually seeing the truck move, like all the close-up yeah. shots, the truck is not moving. It's, okay. it's all just close-ups and uh, wind machines going on right there. But it looks good, though. No, it looks like I, You can't tell. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, of course, you have Wes or whatever, too, and he uh, he falls off the front of the, the car. Yeah, and Max like, oh, does man, his did... famous stopping move. <laughs> yeah. Did he just die unceremoniously? And it's like, nope. It's a surprise, scary movie. <laughs> he comes back. Uh, which well, is really what's, fun. What's too. great too is like when he stops the truck, when Max stops the truck, uh, Humongous is right behind him, and he smashes into Max's Mac truck. Uh, yeah, and Humongous still has the two refinery captors on the front yeah. of his truck, so there's heads smashed right in, explode. <laughs> it looks great. It's two watermelons on a yeah. uh, on dummies, but it looks awesome. It's like boom. it looks fantastic. Yeah, I too. I think at one point too they. Um, they get the the truck's door and rip and it rips right off. Yeah, with another which looks really yeah. freaking cool too. Yeah, <laughs> there's just so many cool explosions and car crashes and firebombing. I mean, it well, is crazy. The, what's I don't going know how on. the how did the gyro captain live? Because he, he crashes, I, and I'm like, he, yeah, like, sir, he how? like he's like, oh man, he's gonna die, and then yeah. it's like not that bad of a crash, and like it doesn't action movie explode either. Yeah, it can't so fly anymore, like, but it can still drive. Apparently, he's like, what? Yeah, he, <laughs> and he drives away later. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. 
I mean, you find out later that apparently, well, I guess we save that for sidekick, but, um, but yeah, it was, I was a little like, oh, that was, I was expecting him to be dead and that being a much bigger, bigger explosion there. But it, yeah, but it wasn't. And then the, the, the truck flipping and crashing. But before that happens, fantastic. yeah, we have, um, Max turns around. For yeah. some reason he goes for like, screw it. I'm going to try this now. And uh, it works because it leads to cool stuff. At the same time, Humongous <laughs> hits the nitro. Yes. Eat your, eat your heart out fast and furious. Yeah. He got firebombed by the, yeah. the gyro captain. Yeah. Which caused the gyro captain to shot down. But um, yes, so he try- pulls out the giant gun and shoots and he goes down. Yeah. Um, but you're out of, kind of out of control. And when you're hitting the nitro, you're just kind of holding on. Yeah. So he thinks he's just catching up. At the same time, Wes pops up. Revealing himself to be alive when the feral kid is reaching over on the hood of the truck to grab a shotgun shell. Yeah. Uh, Max reaches back, grabs the kid, and rams straight into Humongous, which causes the whole truck to flip perfectly right in front of the camera. And it's awesome. Awesome stuff. Gorgeous. And here's the backstory for this one. Uh, Nobody in Australia, no stuntman, had any experience flipping a truck. (laughs) So they got an actual truck driver who's like, yeah, I've, I've actually done it. It's not pleasant, but I know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. they, uh, so the, the morning of the stunt, uh, he wasn't allowed to eat any breakfast because we might have to fly you for emergency surgery right after. Oh, my God. <laughs> he does it in the first take. He does it perfectly. Like, they can't believe it. And he pops up out of the truck unhurt. He's just kind of breakfast now. <laughs> That's so awesome. Right? <laughs> it's, my, it's like, is that the most badass thing? I don't know. The guy that has the bent pin in the leg might also be equally badass. I can't choose. <laughs> it's a competition. Yeah. But, but it's great. That's it for action. And it's a cool reveal with the, the sand. Yeah. There's, uh, Max is just a the distraction. There's actually no gas in the truck. It's but it looks like Max was not aware either. No. He did not know. Yeah. They all, you did not know. They hit it on those with all the buses and everything like whatever people are. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice moment. I like it. It's a nice reveal. And that's his third big smile, uh, where he yeah. realizes, like, <laughs> yeah. "Good one." Yeah, I got messed over. I put four. I also put four. All right, cool. Yeah, all right, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't give it five because you're right. Yeah, it uh, there's a bit of a uh, a break in the action. Although I was entertained, I enjoyed myself regardless. But yeah, there is a bit of a break. Um, where it could have been paced a little better action-wise, uh, for for, and that's what lost a point for me. Yeah, but otherwise, when it does do the action, it's it's hell especially the last like eleven, thirteen minutes. It's like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, for sure. Sidekicks. We had no mentors in this one. <laughs> uh, no, but we got a ton of different sidekicks. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a few of them, right? I mean, first off, the dog. Dog. Dog who only has the goes by the name dog. Yeah. He only goes by the name Daga. I read that apparently they just found him in a in a like a humane or not a humane shelter because there was he was gonna be put down or something and they saved him and trained him is what I they read. Were, they were gonna put him down the next day. Yeah. That's yeah. insane to me. Yeah. And it's insane like that they were able to like just train this random dog. Miller apparently... wanted a dog who looked authentically Australian, like something yeah. you see all the time in Australia. So they went to uh, a shelter, and the stomach trainer was like, I can train this dog. This dog's really smart. Yeah, uh, apparently it was like playing with a rock or something yeah. I read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's impressive. And I, I the, the dog, his little nest cocoon thing in the back of the in the interceptor was adorable. Yeah, um, that's where Max's netting is for when he camouflages the interceptor. That's what he's yeah. like. Oh, Okay. That makes sense. I, I, yeah. And um, how he helps him the whole time. He's he great. saves He's him a, from the gyro captain in his ambush. Yes, he saves him from the gyro captain. He, he, the, again, the joke where he's holding onto the string that's tied to the gun that's pointing at him mm-hmm. in the car is fantastic. Um, I love that he's his little buddy, you know, and he, he's gets the, you know, after, uh, Bad Max eats his dog food. He gives the next portion to the dog, and, the, and, and the, the gyro, gyro captain, captain gets, gets to lick, lick. whatever's left over. Yeah, 
enjoy that. That's the order of um, things. He's he's always there to growl and and jump at guys. He saves them a couple times, um, and then sadly, you know, when he's you know Mel, Mel Max is clearly out for the count after his car gets wrecked later in the movie, and he stands his ground to protect his his. It's amazing that dog didn't get hurt at all. Yeah. It didn't yeah, it seemed fine. Max got severely messed up, but the yeah. dog seemed perfectly fine, perfectly fine. But but didn't didn't make it out and, oh, and he was arrowed. And you hear the yeah. Miller said he really got sad. more shit for killing off the dog than any of the violence in this movie. <laughs> this is like people only yelled at me about the dog. Because how do you not love that dog? But it, it really was like a real impactful moment when the dog dies, because you're like Oh my God! This dog has been an awesome sidekick. It's been comic relief. It's his. It's literally his buddy the whole way. Helped yep. him, like literally saves him a couple of times. Keeps like, him warm just, when he's sleeping. Yeah, it was just. Oh, it him. was heartbreaking. What an emotional moment when the dog dies. Yeah. I mean, luckily they they do it kind of off screen a bit there. Yeah, they do it off screen. Right. And they never see the body, which thankfully. Yeah, uh, it probably would have been too much to see any kind of emotional reaction from Max, but. Um, but yeah, it was rough. It was a rough one. But dog, gotta love dog. And yeah. uh, and then you got the gyro captain who uh, is fun. Yeah, he's, he's really a funny. funny guy. He's a pretty funny guy. The, how how the, long do you think he was waiting there to ambush Max? I don't know. Did he know someone was coming soon? I assume you can hear the interceptor from a from far away. That's gotta sound yeah. loud, right? But I, to know I he's guess. gonna pull off and check out this gyro. Copter or whatever. Yeah, I yeah, I'm but like how did he bury himself by himself? No, no, no. Like how does how does one do that? Well, like maybe at you, some if you point put, like a not... blanket over you and you put stuff on the blanket maybe? I don't know. I it's guess, stuff. yeah. Dig a I hole. Don't know. It, it was weird. Yep. Um <laughs> it was definitely weird. But it was again enjoyable. I like actually the relationship between the dog and the gyro captain. Yes. Um, you know, the, the dog's trying to get the snake. He's like, no, this is my snake. I trained it. Like I trained it. it. I get to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, that really went down too. A nice little relationship between the two. So that was fun. Um, he's trying to get some, uh, and then, you know, he seems to have somewhat of a conscience, right? So like Max is like looking at these people getting raped and killed and doesn't really seem to have too much of a reaction but he legitly has an emotional reaction to what he's looking at. He's kind yeah, of horrified by what he's looking at. This is after uh, <laughs> Max is checking out this attack with his binoculars. Yeah, it's the a great joke. The brings out this giant telescope. And Max takes one look at it and just takes the telescope and gives him the binoculars. Like, nope, mine now. <laughs> and they just continue on, though. Yeah. They don't, he doesn't even make a thing out of it. And they just but yeah, continue the, the, looking. The captain is horrified by the rape and murder. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Max is like kind of whatever. I'm on yeah, to my he's, next. He starts thing. off as an adversary, but turns into an unwilling sidekick and a helpful ally. And finally, yeah. he ends up as the leader of the refinery people at the end when the original leader dies. Yeah, and he's yeah he's firebombing. He he saves Max a few times. So again, very helpful sidekick. He's not annoying. He's funny. Um, yeah, again enjoyable. Um, and then I guess after that, I guess like all of the refinery people, I guess are are kind of sidekicks. I guess. Eh. Eh. Um, a little bit. None of them really. Um, none of them really do too well. <laughs> um, the feral kid is the only other one who. Yeah. Has any kind kid. of presence. Yeah. Um. Gotta love the metal boomerang. Love um, it. Do love it, it. it. Yeah, I like that he uh, right away chops uh, the dude's fingers off. Yeah, um, the toady. Everybody just laughs at the guy. Everyone laughs at the toady. Yeah. Nobody respects the toady. Yeah, nobody does. This feral kid has caused a lot of problems for this gang, but everybody's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they don't do anything to him. Um, but he's 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 helpful. He helps out Max quite a bit. Uh, he helps Max get through the gang without starting a fight or anything. Um, so he's, yeah, and he's growling at people. He's adorable with the music box. He gets the music box. And he's I like, forgot oh. to mention, I love the bit uh, where Max is sneaking from the refinery to go back to the truck. He's right. got like the five gallons of diesel on his back. Mm-hmm. And you can, when he's about to leave, you can see that there's one of the refinery people uh, at the bottom of the screen is oiling Max's leg brace. Mm, so yes. he doesn't make any noises. So like, that's such a nice touch. We don't need to have any dialogue about it. 
here he's like, oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. That's smart. I did notice that, yeah. And and they do a pretty good job in this one to make sure, like, he's never running around. Like, he clearly has a limp yeah. the whole time. And there's 1.2 where they show the, the feral kid is trying to um, mimic his limp. Yeah. Did you catch that? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was adorable. He's, he's he wants to be in his car. He's hiding out. He's he's mimicking his limp and everything because he just thinks Mad Max is such a cool guy, you know. Um. So yeah, again, enjoyable. And he's right there in the cabin, in the truck. Uh, well, at least not right in the cabin right away. But Max is like, all right, and he just lifts him up and puts him in the cabin, and he's uh, his little buddy there. Yeah. And again, seems to be perfectly fine with the truck <laughs> flipping and all that. Um, but yeah, again, all very useful sidekicks. All of them are pretty funny, entertaining. Um, they're none of them are annoying, and they're well, useful. None of them are annoying. Feral Kid's got to be saved a few bunch of times. He's not that useful in my opinion, but he's cute. And I enjoy him. Yes. Um, this might be crazy, but I went five. Whoa! No, absolutely not. No. I did. I went there. I gave it a two and a half. Two and a half. That's harsh. Why is that harsh? Probably should be a three, but they're all useful. They're all enjoyable. They're all entertaining. I presented all this information. You've agreed with all of it. And you go two, two and a half. Still, that is harsh. Five is impressive. That's, Five is Eddie yeah, Murphy size. That kick. is Eddie Murphy level. You maybe maybe a little high. I said I know it's a little nuts, but I think you are the complete opposite extreme. I think. I, I'm willing to. You, you've won me over that I was a little. I should be a little nicer, but five is way out of bounds. Fine, we are both the extreme. <laughs> what is the middle between five and two and a half? <laughs> I guess probably probably. Oh god, you're gonna have to erase this one. Let's see what the average is. <laughs> oh, three point seven five. Yeah, so what, three and what, a half. Three and a half. I can live with a three and a half. I okay. can go up an extra point. We could go three and a half. So we need to come back to uh, hero and villain, I guess, because I went three and a half for both of those. So my overall, my final score. I don't know if this will help. Uh, my final score was a 16.5 final score. My original one was a 12 and a half. 12 and a half. So, yeah, my original yeah. one, but I'm, I, now it's up to 13 and a half if I don't go up the extra half points for the... How about we just go... You can have a hero or a villain for three and a half. The other one remains at three. Interesting. So you had it at what? Twelve and a half? Is that what you said? Originally. Originally. So we would both end up having it kind of in the same place in the scoring list. So I'm yours... fine with a final score of like 14. So... so you will concede on either three and a half for hero or villain, but not both. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Pick I'm... <laughs> So, if it's not three and a half, would it be three? Yeah, yeah. Three or three and a half. That's... All right. I guess because the iconicness of Mad Max, I'm going to go three and a half for okay. Hero. Okay, I probably would have um, been the opposite. That's fine. Yeah, I do love Humongous. You're right. I mean, take, I mean, it doesn't matter as long as we're getting the score, I guess. I mean, take your pick yeah. on where you put that half a point and how I'm feeling, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's stupid, but, you're right. But I, enjoy, I yeah, love it. it um anyway so we got three and a half hero three villain four action and we went three and a half sidekick. ends at a 14 ends at a 14 all right that's not too bad all right so yeah that means it is second now yeah yeah i thought so it would be uh so a couple more things um this movie barely had a script a lot of the this movie was based me. off of storyboards that miller drew up some like the night before Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, That's see. crazy. I'm, I, I want to point out that I'm disappointed we didn't get to see the dog in the gyrocopter. Because yeah. when Max has the gas and he finds the... I forgot to mention. The, 
Max, uh, when he, he leaves the gyro captain tied up to a log up on like yeah. this hill or whatever, and when he goes back there, he's gone. Um, with the, he's got the gas, he's going back. So then he goes and he sees him dragging the log, trying to go back to his copter, and that's where Max makes him carry the gas the rest of the way. And they go back to his copter, and the gyro captain flies them back uh, both over to the truck. I am annoyed we didn't get to see the dog in the truck in the uh, gyro copter. Yeah. Especially, well, because it's supposed to be only, like, a two-seater or whatever. Yeah. Um, But I guess it was, like, too dangerous to actually have two people in it or something. So it was, like, a dummy (laughs) and one other person. Yeah. Yeah, no, the guy who's flying the gyrocopter is just some some Australian guy who just had this. (laughs) They were like, we don't think this thing's legal. I don't know. (laughs) That's crazy. We don't think it's street legal. He just had this thing, and he just, he flies it, and. He wore the. Yeah, it definitely looks crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because anytime you see the actor in it, it's just like on a stand and they're shooting him from above, from below. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how they would get all the shots. They, um, but the, the actual guy was probably a real Australian crazy guy. Well, yeah. I mean, they're really like down there too. Like they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so also I want to point out, uh, there's another actor in this that you have seen in something else briefly. Uh, oh, yeah. The warrior woman. The okay. Pretty blonde who's got the big shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was Pushkin's girlfriend in The Living Daylights. Yeah. The uh, one that Bond strips nude to, to kill the KGB agents. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's her. <laughs> Living Daylights. And then the last thing I'll put out I should have recognized that. That's one of my favorite Bond movies, man. What am I doing? Yeah. Uh, budget of $3 million. Which is a little uh-huh, over nine million today. Head. Sorry, buddy. And it had a worldwide <laughs> gross of twenty three point six million, which is almost seventy two million today. Uh, so big, big hit. And you said too, right? This kind of like what pushed Attack for Z to come out too in the US. Yeah. Right? So this movie actually came out in um, December of nineteen eighty one in Australia. Right. I eventually hit America. Huge hit. And yeah, Attack Force C got released in America because of this uh, becoming a, such a runaway hit. Yeah. It's fun, man. I, I, I enjoy the heck out of it. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, I really wanted to to watch Thunderdome too next. I really did. I just, I ran out of time. I wish I, I did. Now I, you have it, it forever, so it's okay. Yeah, it left me wanting more for sure. I was like, let's go, mm-hmm. you know? So hopefully I get around to it. I will, but yeah. I like it. It's enjoyable. I think it's deservedly, at least so far, our number two ranked um, movie. So just to kind of go over just our top movies, uh, First Blood, number one at 17. Uh, Road Warrior, two at 14. Uh, 48 Hours is three at 12. And then Class of 84 is 11.5. And then The Junk Man at five at 10. And that's our top five. So are you ready to find out what we're doing next week, Tim? I guess so. What are we doing? <laughs> well, we're, we've hit the third quarter of this podcast season. Okay. And every quarter we have to hit one of these since there's four of them. It's going to go back to fantasy. Okay. And someone told me that this was uh, a big movie for the heterosexual ladies. Uh, really wake, woken their eyes, uh, the male physique. Oh, so yeah. we're watching Beastmaster. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. It's apparently a sexy movie, and I didn't realize that growing up. I, I mean, yeah, he is kind of like loincloth and like he's pretty ripped. Like he's not like he's not, not Arnold. like, yeah, he's not Arnold. It's not like he's got muscle on top of muscle, um, kind of like an athletic ripped um, look that he's got going on. I have not seen this movie probably since I was a kid. Like I, I might have been middle school the last time, maybe. I actually watched this a couple of years ago, and you know that scene, that one scene that really freaked you out? Yeah. It's still freaky. Yeah? No yeah. <laughs> the ferrets are still in it, though, right? So The ferrets are there biting people on the dicks. <laughs> <They're there. laughs> it's a good time, man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Beastmaster. It's so much Beastmaster. better than Sorceress. I can promise you that. Uh, yeah. And I... Uh, 
Is he? I can't remember. Is his voice ADR the whole time, or I? He's the 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 hero's voice is so distinct in that movie. Uh, I think it's actually him, but there is probably still a lot of ADR. Like it but, sounds like something that doesn't fit in the world. Yeah, yeah. We like, got a future Bond girl in yeah. this too. Hello. Who sounds even more out of place? <laughs> Tanya Roberts is here, and you're like. Oh my gosh, Tanya Roberts! Yeah, <laughs> James. Yep. Oh. Yep. yep. <laughs> I went back to my Bond again. There you go. Um, yeah, it's such a All bummer right, so we don't have a Bond movie this year, but at least we get a Bond girl. It really is. It really is disappointing. I'm almost hoping that uh, you know, whatever season we do, we stick with action and, <laughs> and we get a Bond in there. Just we'll see what the wheel wheel promises. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> What did that now it just makes me think of we just need uh, the little thing from the Animaniacs, right? No. So the wizard wheel of wonder, turn, turn, turn. Tell right. us a lesson that we should learn. Yeah, That's there it is. <laughs> All, right. All right. Cool. And that uh that should be free on Amazon it's Prime. It's free on right? Prime, yeah, unless free I check. Let's oh, cool. double check real quick. Free on Prime. Free on Prime. All right. That's awesome. Okay. Riptorn's the bad guy. I forgot about Riptorn's the bad guy. There's so much fun to be had. I'm excited. I hope it holds up. All right, everyone. That is it for us. Please show your support for the podcast by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or wherever you happen to listen to the show. Also, sharing is caring. Be sure to follow us on social media to get the latest show updates. You can contact us by emailing at filmbrochamp at gmail.com or find us by searching for the hashtag filmbrochamp. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Film Bros Championship Podcast. Peace out, everyone. Rip Torrent!